Welcome to the AccuSprout Podcast, where it's my mission to help new practitioners of Chinese medicine navigate from school to career. I'm Stacy. I'm an acupuncturist and herbalist, podcaster, coach, and creator of Magical Networks. Be sure to check out all four pillars of the podcast where I cover case studies to sharpen your clinical skills, mindset Mondays to support your mental health, new practitioner interviews to prove that you are not alone, and all things business from launching your practice to negotiating your pay if you choose to be an employee. This podcast is made possible by our sponsors. So if you would like to support the podcast, be sure to check out the sponsors page on the website to claim your special AccuSprout offers. When I first started my practice, I was actually kind of a disaster when it came to my books. I hired an accountant who actually laundered money from another client. So I went on a quest to find a bookkeeper who really tailors to and loves working with acupuncturists. And I found Sarah at Horizon West Bookkeeping, and I'm feeling pretty fortunate. Sarah offers acupuncturists and the AccuSprout community a couple different packages so that she can meet you where you are. If you're new to practice, she can come in and do what's called a QuickBooks startup package for you, where you get pretty deep discounts on QuickBooks for about four months. She sets up your chart of accounts, assists with linking your bank accounts, makes sure that all the transactions are imported, and then teaches you how to use it with two hours of one-on-one training. It's a killer deal. She also offers cleanup packages and catch-up packages. Not catch-up packages, guys. Catch-up packages. And a monthly package, which is what I use. And I find it quite affordable and so, so, so worth it because, honestly, I never, since the beginning, have been able to keep up with my bookkeeping. You can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with Sarah to make sure that you guys are the right fit for each other. And you can do that at horizonwestbookkeeping.com forward slash AccuSprout or look for the link in the show notes. Today's episode is also sponsored by Jane, an all-in-one practice management software with helpful features to power your acupuncture practice. Jane offers flexible scheduling options that match the way you work. You have the option of offering one-on-one online sessions for initial consults, meeting in person, and scheduling staggered appointments to accommodate treating patients across different treatment rooms. Jane has you covered. Keep the relaxation going with a seamless checkout experience using Jane's PCI-compliant payment solution, Jane Payments. You can collect patient credit cards securely through your intake form or at the time of booking with an online booking payment policy. This can also help reduce no-shows in your practice. It's a win-win. And Jane's unlimited SMS and email reminders can be sent automatically before each appointment as an extra layer of no-show protection. To learn more about how Jane's helpful features can help you power your acupuncture practice, head to jane.app to book a one-on-one demo with a member of their team. Or if you're ready to get started, head on over to accusprout.com forward slash Jane. And remember to use the code accusprout1mo at the time of sign up to get a one-month grace period applied to your new account. So what I've learned is I just need to trust myself, trust my timing, trust that everything I want is going to happen, stay in the energetic of that, stay in confidence, stay in faith, stay in my magic, you know, and then it'll all start to come to me. This is the AccuSpout Podcast, and I'm your host, Stacy Whitcomb. Wow, let me tell you. I thought I was bringing on my next guest to talk about 
how to create an amazing online presence. But really, what came out of this interview is much, much more about how to have presence. Super excited to share this person with you guys. We're going to learn so much. And not only that, we talk a lot about our experience as um, new practitioners in our first year. And I think that it's really going to resonate with a lot of you. But before we start, I just, I want to let you guys know that, oh man, it means so much to me to help you. I really, really want to help you guys out. Um, The best way I can do that is to know exactly what you need. So if you could shoot me an email at hello at accusprout.com. Let me know who you are, where you are, where you're at in business, what you're looking forward to, what you need help with, and I will do my best to deliver some really, really great content to you guys. So I'd really appreciate that if you did that. And without further ramblings, here is this week's episode. All right, our guest today is Dr. Kaylin O'Hara. Kaylin is uh, really impressive to me because I've sort of watched her from the time that she graduated to now, and she's accomplished so, so much. I think it's all really, really super relevant, and I'm so excited to share her with you today because she's sort of... um, diversified, so to speak. So in other words, she does have a practice, an acupuncture practice, but she's also got this just like broad spectrum of ways to reach people, help people, and create multiple streams of income. So welcome to the show, Kaylin. Mm, thank you. That was so touching. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's impressive. It's I, mm. What I really love about I don't know. Just one of the things that I appreciate about life and one of the few, few, actually social media is good for a lot of things. And what I really, really have enjoyed watching is some of my classmates just bring it. And some, some of, some of us have just, you know, done the coolest stuff. And you, I remember one of my most favorite uh, memories of seeing kind of the evolution of your practice online and in social media has been, um, you don't do it anymore. I swear you need to bring it back as your bloopers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are so good. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen any bloopers in a while. That's great. Yeah. I actually, I think because I learned how to, to not make so many of them, you know, like yeah. The- felt more comfortable. So I just stopped myself before it gets out of hand. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I should, I should totally bring that back. They're so funny. Yeah. I'd like to see your bloopers again, please. No. Okay. So <laughs> can you tell the AccuSprout listeners about your practice? And well, no, let's start with how did you get into acupuncture? Why did you choose acupuncture? Let's start that. It's always a good story. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I found acupuncture in 2011 when my health was not good, my physical health, my emotional health. And it was suggested to me numerous times. And I didn't think it was going to be powerful enough because I had tried everything else. So I thought, why would something so simple and non-invasive be effective when nothing so far has helped me? But I had one treatment and it was like mind blowing. And I felt like I kind of woke up to this whole other world. And within a year's time, I was enrolled in school. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. So you graduated when? 
I graduated in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So you've been out four years. And what did, what did your first year look like? I left Portland within two months, not even within a month or two of graduating. I moved to Arizona. I had my license within weeks. I was looking at spaces to rent within weeks. And I like shot out like of the gate in January of 2017 and started my practice. And it was, I was not prepared for how that went. Plus I'm new in the city. I had a lot of stuff happen in my personal life, like tragic stuff. It was just like one storm after another. I had to move my practice within five months of opening it to another city. So, and, and honestly, it's, it's awesome you asked that because it was that experience and like still running a business experience that makes me so motivated and called to talk to people about this kind of thing because I felt so lost and scared and I want to try to help people not go down those roads to that level to have more support around it because it's no joke. It's really no joke. I got some, I mean, my second patient had brain cancer, second oh. patient. And so that kind of just threw me to the wall. And I, every single patient that I got, I just really wanted to do such a good job because I, my, my, my scope on or my, my vision of business at that time was based on my prior history of business, which was a very, very long massage therapy career. And I got that going simply by being physically present around other people. So in other words, I was a cyclist and I cycled with a group, like a a well-known, you know, like, you know, you see the road bikers all in their same little outfit on Saturday Mm -hmm. morning. I did that and then I raced, but, and so that, kind of set that up and that's you know a couple people got massage and they loved it and then they just told everybody well especially while we were riding bikes it was so easy um and I was booked within well I was covering both my business and my um household overhead within six weeks Wow! and so I was really like cool let's go do this <laughs> let's go do this thing it's this gonna no just no no not even close. Not the not, same. <laughs> not even, not even, not even a sneeze in that direction. Just nothing. Um, but I also studied. Like mm-hmm. I just spent so much time picking apart every case and making sure that I just did everything. That's where I really felt like I needed somebody to talk to. Can yeah. we just get through this more quickly? Like, can I tell you what I think? Can you tell me what you think? Kind of like we had in cool. clinic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The model's to be- gone and then you're by yourself and like, yeah, you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I still wish, I still wish that first couple of years that people had access to mentors like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's kind of part of my passion too. Like I want to figure out. So if you guys are listening, you have an answer to that. Yeah. Like <laughs> somebody wants to put like clinical rotations and get paid for it or something. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. There needs to be something because you're just kind of dropped off into oblivion. Um, you definitely are <laughs> in a field that doesn't have like a reputation everywhere, you know, like no, with, yeah. with the massages, like anybody's like, cool, I'll sign up for a massage. That sounds great. Feels good. I'm in, you know, yeah. but when it comes to this medicine, first of all, there's so many different ways you can speak about it and so many different things you can treat and so many different ways you can present it that that becomes part of the challenge, I think. And the fun part, you know, but part of the challenge sure. when you get out of school is like, how do I share this with others? How do I connect yeah. around other, with others around this, you know? 
Yeah. So then what did you do? <laughs> how, well, did you, how did you get around all of this? What'd you do next? Well, and you know, what was kind of interesting was I came from Portland, right? Where like everybody and their, their cab driver or whatever has a, <laughs> has a acupuncturist. Oh yeah. I have yeah. a story about that, but I'll tell it another time. So yeah, I mean, everybody has an acupuncturist, you know, so I moved here and that is not the case. Um, so I, I had my first, like my first office was at a place that had a massage therapist in it. So we were going to do like cross referring. So that at least put me in a place where there were people walking in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't know. I think a lot of it has uh, not, no, I do know. It's really just me and what I, f- I feel ready and available for. And then I find ways of connecting with those people, you know, because I don't know anybody. I moved here and knew no one. And <laughs> I met one person who was my partner at the time. And that was my only real connection. And that connection didn't, you know, get patients in my door. So I really don't know how it happened. It was like just one after the other, get some referrals, you know, gradually. And then when I moved into my new space, I wasn't really getting any referrals from there either. And so I don't know. I think the universe and I were just trying to connect with one another and bring people through. And then I joined a coaching program and that helped me to advertise better to what it is that I do, which I'm very grateful for. So I always have Google ads running. Here's like a practical thing. I always have mm. a Google, couple Google ads running because people are searching things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me is a way to put myself out there energetically. And then I started using social media. Wow. Okay. What did you learn in coaching? So I think everyone should have a coach. And this was my resistance was, well, maybe not everybody, but yes, everyone. My resistance was <laughs> I didn't want to make any more investments. You know, I have, yes. have $300,000 student loan debt. Why would I make I, any more investments, you know, right. which I do not pay. So I thought, mm, <laughs> I don't know about this, right? And then one day I had this epiphany of like, hold on, if I want to get somewhere and somebody's already there, why don't I just work with them and I'll get there, you know, because I was trying to figure it out all by myself. I do not recommend you do that. My problem was in systems. Like I'm a, I'm really solid in my practice. I always have been even like, as soon as you started at school, like I'm good, like put me in with, with a patient. I got this. It just Mm -hmm. like, I just light up and it just makes sense to me. And it's one of the most natural things I've ever experienced in life. Thank God, you know, Mm -hmm. but not systems, <laughs> not putting systems in place, not making sense of things in that way. So I worked with a coach around that building systems, putting systems in place, getting ads up, knowing how to speak to what it is that I do. And that massively helped me. But again, I think it's all energetic. I was ready for it. I was ready to take it to the next level. Somebody showed up in my world that could help me with that. And there we go. I really think it's about ultimately about our readiness and then the right next thing will show up. So how do you get to ready? I think that it's, I think you have to want to be ready. And I, I've been thinking about this so much recently. Yeah. There's a timing to things, you know. So where I was two years ago was not where I am now. But I wanted to be where I am now two years ago. And I eventually got myself here. So mm-hmm. what I think it comes down to, I'm not a practical, pragmatic, log- logical person. That's just not like how I am. Very intuitive, very feely. And so what I've learned is I just need to trust myself, trust my timing, trust that everything I want is going to happen. Stay in the energetic of that. Stay in confidence, stay in faith, stay in my magic, you know, and then 
it'll all start to come to me. But when I would try to force it, try to make it be something, whatever, that doesn't work. And so that to me is the opposite of being ready. Being ready is like, I want these things. I want X many patients. I want this much money. I want, you know, whatever it is, whatever you want in your business. I want X. I'm ready for it. Just show me the next step, like let it come. And that works for me very well, but just like putting things into motion, uh, you know, without any intuitive energy behind it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So, wow, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I want to ask you next? So, I could rip on that shit forever because that's <laughs> what I learned. So well, I know. Hard, you know? I know. Like, it's you can try everything, you can do everything, you can funnel all your money into the next best thing to help you. Ain't gonna work. It's got to come from you. If it's not happening in your life, you're not ready for it. Trust that. Trust that it's all happening in the right way. Don't compare yourself to anybody. I remember hearing like, oh, I have like, I'm I'm in my first year and I'm making 120k and I'm seeing X many patients. And I'm like, how is this happening for you? In my first year, I think I grossed like. 29, you know, <laughs> I didn't even gross that much. I didn't, right. even pay, I didn't even pay myself the first year. Exactly. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I just, that's when you just have to stop and go, okay, you go ahead and do you boo-boo. Cause that's mm. not happening to me right now. It's not my lesson right now. Yes. You know, it doesn't mean that I won't get there. It, and it, maybe I don't even care to get there. Right. Yep. Maybe there's even that, but, um, Absolutely. I think you have to be really careful about that when you're trying to, like you're saying, when you're trying to reach what it is that I want and Mm -hmm. then put some action behind it, Mm -hmm. you, for me, and, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm still in this process a little bit um, of not really knowing exactly where and what, but, Mm -hmm. but, which is fine, but, um, a lot of times, or for me, I have to kind of sh- close the doors, like not listen to Mr. Over there telling me he's making 120 grand yep. a year because that comes, that feels so egoic. And I mean, it's great. I'm happy for somebody if that's what they want, but this is very confusing to me all of a sudden. I don't know why. Um, I just, I have to shut the blinders and really meditate, kind of like meditate, right? Like really, really get clear on get me. Get in your own vibe. What, yeah, what is mine? What is not mine? Yes. You know, if I get triggered by somebody who said they made 120000 in their first year, why am I triggered? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it takes a lot of work that, that getting to the core of you. And I think that that's part of like, um, gosh, how many office spaces have I had since I moved here? Let's see. <laughs> three. Three in a year and a half. Wow, and yeah. p- part of that is like this evolution of when I graduated, let me back up a second, because I think this is all really important for people who are coming out. Mm-hmm. When I graduated, I before school, I had this massage practice that was really I mean, I felt like, man, I've, I've done this up really well. I mean, I had Olympic athletes. I had professional cyclists. I had, you know, I got hired as a soignee for U.S. women's cycling, the last big race they had in the United States. I, I had, like, ponied up and really, but it took years, but I did it. Like, I, I really felt good about it. 
And I worked with athletes. Um, and when I graduated from acupuncture school, I didn't know. I didn't know if that's what I wanted, you know? And the thing is, sometimes whether you want it or not, that's who you are. That's who you get to be. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you, you just can't fight it. Like, I remember when I got out of massage school, I wanted to be a doula. I wanted to be to take part in, in the birthing process and help mommies and help take care of babies. And, you know, if you know me, you know, like I don't have kids and right. I'm never married. And, and there was like, I couldn't be a doula if I offered it for free to anybody. It, yeah. it just never stuck. And I did everything I possibly could. And then I was like, okay, fine. My undergrad degree is in exercise science. I'll go back to the, I'll go back to the physical medicine, the, the athletes and boom, I was booked, booked solid in six weeks. Like wow. it's insane. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I feel like this time around, I'm like, I don't really know. I don't, I don't, and I don't want to force it. I'm not really sure who I want to be and where I want to go over the next finishing off of my career, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, it and it's reflecting. <laughs> it's very reflecting in what my business looks right now. Yeah. But the it's, business it's, is like always a call and response. You put it out there. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or isn't. Right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I hear you on that. Yeah. So um, like I said in the beginning, one of the things that I absolutely love about what you have put together. And it's so funny because I was researching this again this morning and I was like, what, what, wait, wait, you have sun tree healing arts and you also have Dr. Kaylin O'Hara.com. You have so many things going on. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your favorite thing that you're doing right now. Oh, yay. My favorite thing that I'm doing right now is owning my like innate intuitive gifts and using that to help people completely transform their lives. And that's, that's really like my passion above all passions right now. And it feels so good. Um, Just letting things flow, just letting things happen, really owning it, taking all the weight off anything I carried that wasn't mine to carry or, you know, just letting myself feel more freedom around all of that. Mm -hmm. And I do have, you know, I'm always like up to something. I'm always creating something. Like you said, like I built that whole Kaylin O'Hara website during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, it was my pandemic project. It was fun. When we were quarantined, obviously we're like, we're in the unending pandemic, but when we were quarantined, <laughs> I did that. So yeah, I mean, my, my like biggest focus right now is just getting as much information, content stuff out there as possible, reaching as many people as possible and sharing the message, you know, that I share, which is one of like inspiration and empowerment, particularly around emotional health and your value and your purpose. And that's translating in my practice here. I've changed the way I do things here. It's that's where I'm sitting right now. That's why I sit here. And I do, you know, I offer coaching and I'm going to start my online courses here this month. How do you know how to do all of that? What do you mean? Give me an example and I'll tell you. Um, well, many of my challenges, I, everything that I'm trying to do right now is so, so slow. I don't know how to design a website. I mean, it's, I mean, I am yeah. learning, but it takes so long. And it just, to me, it looks like, whoa, look, she just whipped that out. And not only that, you guys, you have to go check out her website. It's, both of them. They're beautiful. I mean, they're yeah. amazing. Thank you. Um, 
you know, and I research and I study and, you know, like even you have elements, uh, especially on century healing arts. I am a blah, blah, blah practitioner who focuses on this so that we can, so that you can do this, right? Like very succinct picture of you, great explanation. You even break it down. So when you say that you're not necessarily a systems person, you even have like this whole five steps to whatever, (laughs) like you break down anxiety. Like that is like step-by-step some things that you can do to help yourself. Like, yeah, those, that is like, that is a website 101 seriously Mm -hmm. of what, what other people's websites who are practicing Chinese medicine really should look at. Yeah. Your algorithms are going to go through the roof. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely get clear. Don't be afraid to niche yourself. Don't be afraid to be specific, but so some things come to me when you say that. Number one, I think what has to be clear to everyone is I'm thoroughly obsessed with this. So if I wasn't obsessed, this would not be happening. So I'm obsessed with what I'm doing. Like like I said, like I've devoted my life to it to the exclusion of almost everything else. Like it is my life. That's why people are like, why do you create so much? How do you have time? Because like this is literally all I do. Um, <laughs> so I'm obsessed. When we started making websites in school, which we did in our last year, mm-hmm. that like I geeked out so hard and I just, I mean, the same website is the one that I have now for Century. I just keep adding to it, building it. And it's like changed face so many times, but I spent many, 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 many countless hours working on my websites and that kind of thing. But I like it. If I didn't like it, like I don't like the systems thing. So I hired coaches and consultants and whatever. Cause I don't, I, I struggle in those ways. It does not come naturally to me. The things that come naturally to me are creating, writing, like I love making videos, I love communicating, like these are my passions, all of my personal, all my planets are like in my third house, like I'm just like a geek to communicate and share, like that's my jam. Mm -hmm. um, Where I get tripped up is where I need to practice delegating, and so that's what I've been doing now. Um, You know, like I have somebody that helps me in my office, actually my mom, she does all of my like office management now because I just if I have to do it anymore, like I'm out, I just don't want to do this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's more about like, what are you passionate about? What are you excited about? Um, If you don't like building websites, pay, don't pay yourself and pay somebody else if you need to, to to build your website, right? Like, I think just do the things that, that inspire you and that you love to put your heart and energy into. Right. Anything that I don't know how to do, if I'm excited about it, I research it and figure it out. But it's to me, it's just like, I just do the things I enjoy doing kind of obsessively. From what I see, you have a YouTube channel. You're on Instagram. You do videos on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You have classes. Yes. You have an ebook. You have. (laughs) Which ebook? Uh, Which one did you find? Uh, I can't remember. That's well, it, maybe it's just a uh, PDF. I do have an ebook, but I, it's funny that you say that. I don't even know where it is right now. It's <laughs> called Learning Here, Yes. And it was like, yeah, totally. Yes, I have some like some PDFs and some ebooks. I have a podcast. I have these two websites. And my Kaylin website, I love so much because it's like, it's, it's basically my archive. And I created it because I wanted a place to catalog all of the stuff I was making because it was Mm -hmm. starting to overwhelm me. Like I'm making all this stuff. I don't really, again, systems, like, I don't know. 
I don't even know where it all is and I don't know how to systematize it. So I was like, okay, I just need to do that. I was like, oh, I could just build the website and the website will be my little archive. And then that's what you see now, you know, is me putting all this stuff somewhere. But that was so fun for me because I could just be myself. I'm just, hi, this is me. This is all my stuff. I'm here, you know. Yeah, well, and it's a great resource because you have um, that one in particular. So I love this for the listeners. Like, it's a lot of landing pages and a lot of offers for things and Mm -hmm. classes and coaching. And um, it's a great, great example of creating landing pages that are that are succinct in language and speak fairly clearly about what you're offering, who it may help, and what you're going to do. Like, brilliant. Good job. That's a good point. Thank you. (laughs) This is what everybody needs to hear. I did it from my heart. I did it because I was inspired. Yeah. Whenever I try to do things that don't feel inspired and don't feel from my heart, you can tell, you know, and I don't do that shit anymore, but like you can tell. And so, yeah, start out making your landing pages. Like I used to have a landing page for pain and a landing page for like all these things, you know, my coach helped me do. And now I just have like on my century page, like I have an emotional health landing page because that's really what I'm here to help with, you know? So yes, that all those things exist. And it's so interesting you pointed out like that because I did not even think of it that way, but it was what I was most excited to share. And that's, you know, if you go into business for yourself, it's probably because you're passionate about something, you know? So I say, always follow that and it'll all come together as opposed to like, how do I make all this stuff make sense? Because I definitely was in that mind space for a while. Like how, how, how do I reach people? How do people find me? How do I do this? How do I do that? Da, 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 da. How do I say it? You know? And now it's just like, I just do. And it, that's, you know, it's just more. So I struggle with, um, my struggles are with technology, but, and, 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 you know, once again, so, um, let's see here. I'm not in a financial position right now to go source it out. So I have to learn it, right? Yeah. And, and I also think it's really good for people to get some basis of this. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really, all the new people out there, if you don't have some tech skills, you really are going to benefit if you can figure some of this out, just the basics of it. Um, so at least you have a language with which to, when you can source it out, you, could, you know what everybody's talking about because it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's so much to it. But I'm like you. Uh, I I I'm so excited about this podcast. This is like so fun. Yeah, <laughs> so, so fun. fun. And I actually really geek out on the editing process. And I was so excited to pick the music. It's so cute. Oh God. Like this is, <laughs> you know, and I, you know, designed the art. I got on Canva and you know, and I love this too because. Um, I'm in my own way all the time with this. This is, I think, the biggest lesson that I'm learning right now. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, tough times of like trying to start a practice, trying to start a podcast, trying to transition, your learning curve is so hard. And it's uh-huh. when you get in your own way that you just make it even freaking harder. Yep. And I do this all the time because this is something... I'm, I'm just kudosing you to, to the left and right because your stuff is so pretty and elegant and done well and professional. And when I do it, it looks like a kindergartner just threw up a, a, a square space, you know, like, bleh. totally, yes. <laughs> but it, I know, I know this. It just is just like everything else. 
don't be mean to yourself. And I tell myself this all the time, like, just put it out there. Just yep. start, just put it out there. And guys, this podcast is not going to be perfect for a while, dude. I'm on like number, Kaylin is like my fourth interview. So, you know, but dang, just do it. Just Absolutely. do it. It'll all know? add up. And um, to me, what I know to be true is that the energetics behind what you do are more important than what you do. And so, I mean, yes, like what you're saying, like my websites have like visuals and stuff, but they, it's taken me years to make some sense out of that. And that I'm at the point where I'm like, I need some like design guidance because I want to level up and it's like past what I feel like doing. But before yeah. I even had what I have now, before I had a logo, before I had any of this stuff, I was still putting myself out there, you know, energetically. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really comes through. People feel you and it all gets translated. And so there would have been a lot more peace in my heart if I would have trusted that a couple of years ago. Like, just be aligned, just be you, just put your heart out there, just show up. Know that that's going to be enough if you do it like that and everything else is going to fall into place instead of me trying to make things look a certain way, you know. But everything yeah. that I made over the years is now it lives in that on that website, you know. So it's all accumulated and it was all you know, if you look at my videos for a few years ago, I didn't know how to like design anything, but now I have like cute little graphics, right? So yeah. anyway, it all just like, it all kind of adds up over time, but I strongly believe that your energy behind what you do is what gives you the results, not so much the way it even like looks. Cause some people with like terrible websites or no, <laughs> no social media presence at all are doing so well, you know? Sometimes I I do this because I'll I'll troll around and look at other acupuncturist websites and I'm like oh that is so bad so bad so bad <laughs> like so. I can't even like refer to you because your website is horrible <laughs> you know I, like I can't send a patient here I, I don't even understand what you're about God so bad but uh, the funny thing is in this town those are the people that are I I th I think. I could be wrong, but I think that those are the people that are booked. So I kind of think what happened was they got booked and they just dropped the ball on their website. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like their website's been sitting there for 20 years because it became <laughs> a word of mouth thing for them, you know, yeah. and they don't really need it that much anymore. But thank God, because I'm going to benefit from their shitty website, you yeah, know, for the new wave that's looking for the person. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I. I think that I, I want to make a point um, about something here too, that I think for the most part, I can, oh, I could be so wrong about this, but this is the way I felt like, dang, if school didn't break you open and mess you up and stir everything up and like make you stand up in ways that you didn't think you could and like mm -hmm. so much growth in school so so much so to come out and actually know who you are what you want where you're going how you're going to do it like that is just a ridiculous um precept like you you and I mean kudos to anybody who walks out and is like yeah this is what I'm doing this is where I'm going I know exactly what I'm doing and I know there are people who do that and I'm like mm -hmm. wow good for you. But I came out a raging mess, you know, <laughs> like, all right, woof, I got to do some healing and yeah. I have time to focus on me now. I'm not really sure who I am anymore, you know, um, or what parts of my past life I want to bring forward or just picking up the pieces of myself going, okay, wow, <laughs> that was huge. That was quite the metamorphosis. Now what? And that is definitely reflected in 
how you move forward too, you know? So I guess what I'm trying to say is newbies, be kind to yourself because you're, you're still, you're just, you're starting from beginning again, even with your own internal workings. Oh yeah. You're entering a whole new paradigm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So get ready, you know, not in a bad <laughs> way, but it's good. No, but no, it's um, just, and our type of schooling, I mean, I don't know if this happens for everyone that goes to, 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 to school to study Chinese medicine, but exactly what you said. I mean, it, it works you from the inside out. It's, it's an, it's an insane experience. It's not just <laughs> going to school, you know, like yeah. one of our professors said, you know, Chinese medicine, it, this is a living thing and it's going to move through you and move through your life so you can understand it and damn mm. does it, you know? Yeah. And so, you and you have to be right. You have to get right on as many levels as you can get right because you are making a promise to go out there and authentically and coherently help people. And so you have to be right, you know. So I went through trauma therapy the entire time I was in school. It was insane. <laughs> it was like You mean trauma therapy outside of the trauma of school? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I was saw multiple trauma therapists. I was in trauma therapy. And plus I was in traumatic relationships while I was in school. So yep. it's like, let's just do it all now. <laughs> you know, let's just make this as hard as possible. Uh... <laughs> like you said, like, that's why you're all bright and shiny and lit up now. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I had to yeah. do all that gnarly, gnarly dark work. <laughs> um, so I could be light, you know, I had to be yeah. like utter dark and now I'm not, you know, but I, yeah, I, when you were talking about school, I was like, but oh, we definitely need to emphasize our schooling is not normal schooling. Oh, no. Oh, no. Cracks you wide open from the center. It's a... Oh, yeah. Where to hide? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that's the biggest... So, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I spent some time in the upstairs bathroom hiding. So. <laughs> oh, I've definitely hid in the bathroom. <laughs> And cried. Uh, totally. <laughs> oh, yep. man. And was you not the only ones? It's so funny. I know so many other people who cried in the clinic bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. I left class and cried. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You bet. Or uh, cried in class. Or, yep. yeah. Oh, it's so great, wasn't it? Yep. So much fun. It was. Um, for it, though. Well, it's, it's a huge. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, it's just one of the biggest things you can do in your life. And it's so incredibly challenging and painful. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm older than a lot of pe most people, not most, yeah, most. Yeah. And uh, it was a, even having lived life and had a, a lot of experiences, that experience was, man, that was one of the most painful uh, experiences that I've, that I've done to myself like set, mm -hmm. shoved myself into so but yeah. good I'm grateful for it it was really good and I have so much compassion for other people who need to heal want to heal you know exactly. yep so let me ask you this how are you doing so folks were in the pandemic yeah 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 everybody's talking about it but um we're kind of far enough into a lot of people are um I say a lot of people, my, my vision of a lot of people is what I occasionally tap into on Facebook, which is really, really rare because I hate it. I don't, it's, there's, there's, it's such an energy warp suck, nasty field sometimes that I'm like, oh, but because I'm doing this podcast, I also need to, I want to know where people are at mentally and emotionally. And there's a lot of transition with businesses. There's a lot of people closing, a lot of people retiring. There's just a lot of everybody is just, we're just questioning what's next. What, what do we do now? Etc. Etc. So, another reason that I look at 
<laughs> Kaylin and I'm like, whoa, look at you. You diversified, not only in so many ways, like you can coach, you can go into the office, you can Zoom, you can, um, you have affiliate links, um, you have, so how is it going? How are you doing right now? I'm doing really well. Um, <laughs> I, it's so interesting and I'll say it briefly, but when the pandemic hit, I, and we all had to go inside. I felt a ton of grief having to delete everybody off my schedule. But then after I got over that, because I had to close my office, after I got over that, I was like, oh my God, this is the blessing I was asking for. I was about to burn myself out and with no return, didn't realize it, but like, this is awesome. I had all these projects on my heart and these things I wanted to get out and now I have all the time to do it. And so I was just like living the Kaelin dream, like all of April, to be honest. But I'm also a person that in my life, I've experienced, as I said, trauma therapy. So I've experienced massive emotional turmoil. So I know anxiety and panic and depression and like all the things. I mean, that's like what I specialize in, right? So this pandemic has not triggered any of those things in me, but I've also done a fuck ton of work around those things. So I feel like I was in a, I was in a different level of preparedness. Whereas like normal life could make me far more anxious than like quarantined life, which is sort of an interesting thing. Anywho, so my, my mental health is- Wait, can I, can I stop you really quickly? Because yeah. I, I, and I hopefully we'll get you right back on track, but no, I totally agree. <laughs> Once I stopped, I didn't have anxiety anymore. Once yes. we got to go inside and I could like go, oh, okay, now what? Because I shut my practice down. I didn't even just shut my practice down. I left. Because I wasn't going to make it over, you know, like I didn't have a big enough patient base to weather four months of paying rent and not, I, I just didn't have it. So I just shut and came home. And within a week I was like, oh God, this is so much more relaxing. I'm yes. like, I don't have anxiety every single morning. It's so great. Yes. You get off of the crazy train of like, yeah. there's no stop. And like, Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I needed that pause so hard and we all did, whether we wanted yeah. to see it or not. We were all moving way too fast. Yep, totally agree. Yeah. And so it just felt so good. And um, then I got back to work. I was excited to get back to work. And then whatever universally hit us all over the last couple months hit me. And oh. it's still part of this like pandemic energetic, which is like, not only do you need to pause and reflect, which is what we were all given that opportunity to do. Now it's time to let go and let go in the most massive ways and really just be who you actually are. And I noticed this with all of my patients and with myself. And so the last couple months have been more challenging, honestly, because um, it's so curious to me that when we, when we're, we're in the position we're in, you would think we would all just, like take what we can get, take whatever partner you can get, take whatever job you can get, take whatever you can get because everything's uncertain. But what it's really doing with the medicine of uncertainty is like, well, shit, if it's all uncertain, then what do I want most of all? And that mm -hmm. has made me clarify even more. So yes, I have my practice and that's great, but there are other things that I wanted to do, like you said, diversify. And so it really has pushed me to to be willing to let go of any sense of security and do what I want to do. So I changed my work model 
and I have a program that I run here and I changed that to be more specific and um, doing my coaching. And so I, I actually had to become more of who I am. So I'm good. Everything's good. I feel great. Last couple of months been kind of difficult, you know, in the world at large and then personally, but I feel like we're just getting sculpted <laughs> into yeah. ourselves. It's like the diamond getting carved and like, I'm familiar with that carving process and the letting go process, but never to this level. And I see everyone else going through it too. But most of them don't know they're going through it. Nope. So they feel absolutely <laughs> crazy. And this is why this kind of stuff is so important to share. You know, just thinking about this recently, yeah. like, oh wait, people might not understand the context of what's going on. But no. like I was sharing with a patient, the theory of yin and yang. And like when I learned about birth, death and rebirth and how it happens in our lives every day, and it's happening constantly. We're constantly going through these experiences of like being born into something new, reaching the peak of it, and it all kind of falling away and starting over. I see that happening right now so hugely mm -hmm. that I can like make some like have some context around it. But if you can't, you probably feel the worst panic. Right. Because they just think it's just going to keep going down, right? Like it's, mm. we're never going to, we're never going to hit bottom. We're never going to make a turn. We're never going to pivot because mm. that word is really big right now, isn't it? Pivot, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, all right. But if you look at yin and yang, it is a pivot and it, and it will. And I totally agree with you. Going internal was key. And I actually, there was a bit of me that was a little bit spiteful because I love internal. I love quiet. I love, mm -hmm. I love to be alone. And I was like, oh yeah, that whole other half of the world that's super loud that everybody thinks that they need, you know, where I've always felt like, or I know better, but I felt like maybe I was wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For being the way you are because yes. you're not like them. Yes. Yes. I giggled. I was like, oh, look at you guys. <laughs> you have to go sit with yourself. What are you going to do? And for all of the extroverts out there who are listening, I'm so sorry. Like, I know this, that's not even funny to laugh about because it was emotional and big, you know, and probably yeah. more so for the extroverts, but Cute. everybody needed it. Like we all need to stop and get a little internal and have a conversation with ourselves about what's really important. And it, I think that was one of the gifts of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, sadly about like making choices and, and figuring out how you're going to do you in this next part. But I also want to come back to this thing, like, this is this is the first year of the twelve year cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Last year was the year we were all supposed to get rid of our shit, right? It was the yeah. pig. It was I think it was metal pig, but you know you were supposed to dig through your life and get rid of things that weren't working. And those are the people I think that got really messed up this year because they didn't do that work. Yes. And what you're doing, you know, I just I keep reminding people of this, like what you choose this year, what you choose this year is going to create your next 12 years. Yeah. It's the very, it's the very small piece that you, it's your, it's your foundation. Mm -hmm. So get quiet and think about it. And it's okay not to, this is something that I talked to a new practitioner recently. I mean, just a cut last week, you don't have to start a practice this year. Mm -mm. You know, like this is hard enough. And if you have health issues and you're, you've got all of that, geez, Louise, man, 
fall back, do something else. If you're a yoga instructor, get online and do yoga. Like Mm -hmm. use what you have if you need to, to get through this pandemic. And when that's clear and you've done more internal work and you've healed yourself from school, it's okay to not start a practice right now so hard out of the gate. And maybe it won't be hard for you, but that, that was my like, I don't know. I really feel like, man, she was like, oh, thank you so much for saying that. And I was like, oh, wow, maybe more people need to hear that. It's okay. It's okay. You worked hard. You got through school. Heal. And there's Get nothing quiet. to prove. <laughs> oh, God, no. And that first year is so hard. So let us, you know, keep listening. Let, it, let me keep bringing people like Kaylin in. And, you know, hopefully we'll have some, some group stuff and office hours where Kaylin can come talk to everybody. You know, like... Let's, let's, you know, I just want to put that together for people. That is my passion too. I, like, love oh, that. I want to help people. I want, I want you guys to succeed, man. <laughs> just, yeah. I want to succeed too. <laughs> and I will, I don't have, I'm not worried about me. Like I'll, I, I, I'll get it together. It'll go great. But it's good. This awesome. is the success. I mean, this is something I had been thinking about. I mean, I couldn't put it on my plate, but I wanted to, where I was like, how, I just want to connect with like early, early stage entrepreneurs and, and, you know, be there, be yeah. there, be the support, yeah. be the guidance. Like, I'm happy to do that forever because I have compassion for it. The same reason yeah. why I work with emotional health and people that don't feel good enough, people have a trauma. Like, I have compassion for that. And I also know how to move through it. So anytime I get to the other side of something, I'm like, cool, new, new tool in my tool belt. Who can I help? Right? So yeah. I think all of these, these people that are coming out, you know, of school and wanting to create something for themselves. There are so many turns you could take that are not good (laughs) and you don't need to take them, you know, and putting pressure on yourself and thinking you should be any different than you are or anything. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to figure out a way to keep talking. This is good. Yep. For sure. There's so many things that, that I haven't been able to get to in this. It's so funny because I'm like, ooh, I wanna I wanna ratchet this down and figure yeah. out everything that you've done. And I wanna I wanna know how you have those cute little graphics on your Instagram posts and how you like what are Canva. how about that? Yeah, Canva. Okay. And I just hired a social media manager who's like designs are epic and I'm going to have her help me with everything from now on. Yeah. So I hired her on. So if you see my posts from like, you know, July onward, a lot of them are her designs or her ideas. And that's been really helpful. Um, but I use Canva because yeah. it's like anything on my YouTube, that's all me just on Canva basically. Yep. So you guys, I'll put that in the show notes. It's Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com. I also use it. And I actually might affiliate that link so that I can pay for this podcast. <laughs> so yeah. if you want to support me in this podcast, click that link because I'm going to make it an affiliate link because I really think Canva is amazing. Please be simple. Pick like two fonts, three colors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like don't overwhelm yourself. If you want things to be like cohesive, like just keep it really simple um, because otherwise you're going to spend all of your like time going down the rabbit hole that is Canva. Well, that's the other thing too, isn't it? I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Canva is a rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh but you know, if you're not going to open your practice, these are things that you can do right now to get familiar with um, mm-hmm. stuff. Like if you're not going to open a practice right now, dang, I told that other person I was talking to this week, 
go pick, pick a platform and start designing your website so that you know how to do it. And it's done by the time you launch, mm-hmm. you know, and go learn how to use Canva because you're going to use Canva for your social media stuff. Um, yeah. These are things that you can do right now. And Canva's free, um, but you can pay. And then um, with the subscription, then you can like keep your files, right? Mm-hmm. So I have quick files that I use in Canva. Um, and you can choose a palette. Like you can choose your, like, like Kaylin's saying, you can choose your fonts and stuff and then yeah. don't stray. She's right. Don't make it a, don't make it a. Make it simple. Picky. Like, and do it what you like. <laughs> yeah. Just pick a few things. You can also do trades. Like I traded for my first logo, my Sentry mm-hmm. logo. That was a trade. And that was like, you know, actually a friend of mine who did some design work for me from then on. And so I always I want a lot of my photos in the very beginning. That's another thing. Like you want to make sure you have nice photos of yourself. Trade with a photographer. I love doing that. I get great photos and you have such a nice rapport. I've traded for most of my photos. Yeah. Your photos are stunning. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So like we have a great service that we can offer. You might as well use it. Use it. Yeah, for sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. So it looks like you're going to do some coaching for entrepreneurs. Yeah, so I offer one-on-one coaching currently, and mm-hmm. one of my models is for entrepreneurs. I really only work with early entrepreneurs or people that you know are in that phase that we're talking about, um, because that's where my passion currently lies. And so mm-hmm. you can work with me one-on-one, and it's the same as in my practice. Like when I take somebody on, I am all in, and I I don't just work with anyone. So you have to make sure you know, that you're a good fit for somebody, but sure, sure. if you have somebody that's where you want to be and they're willing to connect with you and share with you and hold space for you, you will accelerate in insane ways. You know? So like when I've, anytime I like work with a coach or something, it, it's always like, Oh, thank God I did this, you know, cause mm-hmm. I got so much farther ahead. So yes, I, I offer coaching one-on-one currently for a very small number of people at a time right. because you know I'm only one person. <laughs> I know that was, uh, that was going to be one of my questions, but I, we're running out of time. I would love to see what your schedule looks like because it's got <laughs> to be insane. How do you keep track of your schedule? What do you use for that? That's, I mean, I can't even imagine. I use Jane, Jane app, um, yeah. for all my things. So Jane app's amazing. Shout out to Jane app. Um, maybe I should be an affiliate for them. I know. See, I love Jane app, Jane app, Jane app, Jane app. Amazing. So I put like my personal stuff in my Jane app calendar, whatever. I also use Calendly for my free consultations for my coaching. So as an aside, anybody that ever works with me, I have to connect with them first and like meet them. And I would recommend that for you guys too, if you're trying to like have patients that you actually like working with. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I have that, but I make sure I'm at my office only a certain number of days a week and I schedule my coaching around that, but it really is always like a work in progress. I just started getting myself off a certain one day a week where I'm like, <laughs> I am not working on this day. Not going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen. Because yeah. to me, quote unquote work is like, I'm designing, I'm playing, I'm making video. Like I'm always doing something. Yeah. Um, but there's just one day I'm like, no, Kayla, we're not doing that today. <laughs> Yeah. Cause you have to get at some point, cause you want to like starve yourself from it a little bit, sort of like this, like, I finally got a milestone on this podcast, meaning I couldn't figure out how to get it embedded into my Squarespace site and nobody who tried to help me could do it. And 
I, I, yeah, I figured it out. Privacy badger. My, my own computer was blocking it. So anyway, oh, I finally God. figured it out, but I figured it out on Friday and I was like, Oh, but I just want to like do all the things now and get it all yeah. done. And I was like, Nope. You get like manic mm-hmm. about it. Nope. Nope. You are going to like sip that aside for the weekend mm-hmm. and you're going to focus on the house and you're going to be hungry for it when you come back to it. The house. There you go. I know. I'm like, I'm going to clean. I'm going to, cause I just <laughs> like, I just like let everything else go. And that's like, yeah, what currently is like, no, no, no. We're going to yeah. like purge the closets and like, you know, tend to the space. And yep. yeah, I think make sure that, you know, you don't lose sight of those things. Like I kept certain practices in place always, 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 but anything that I could like move out of the way I did just so I could get more work done. But, um, yeah. you know, I only see patients certain number of days a week and it's not that many, um, only work with certain, num- certain number of people. You have to set mm-hmm. really hard boundaries around that kind of stuff. Well, you're really sensitive too. Is that why you've had to set boundaries like that? Um, Hmm. I like my boundaries because they create my reality, right? So like I was talking to somebody recently, somebody else from our cohort actually. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, I do consultations with people before I work with them. And if it's not a good fit, I won't work with them. And she was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What do you oh, mean? no, it's genius. I'm yeah. like, absolutely not. Because there's this amazing book called Book Yourself Salad. And in that yeah. book, so good. And in that book, he says, if you can't do your best work with somebody, don't do it. Like, what are you doing? Because it's not, it's not going to benefit them. It's not going to benefit you. So if I'm talking to you in a consult and I'm like, Ooh, this is feeling kind of off. And like, I don't think I'm going to fit for you. I don't think I could do my best work with you and vice versa. Like you're not connecting with me. Then like, why are we going to go any further? I will never work with somebody. You can't just hop on my schedule. You know, like I will Mm -hmm. never work with you unless I meet with you. And I meet with people for a half an hour currently for free because I ha- I have to do that. At some point it might not be free because you know busyness happens and whatever, but it's been free for years because yeah. that's how I I need to connect with you and see how it's going to be. So mm-hmm. to me it's not as much about sensitivity, it's more about like it's got to feel oh. really good. And yeah. not like laughing and vibing and connecting. And this is true for medicine. Like this is when I practice medicine, not just like coaching. Like I'm treating people's health, but if it's not a good fit, this isn't a good fit, you know? Go totally agree. Else. Totally agree. And they're going to walk away and go, if it's not a good fit, it's not going to be clinically as successful either. And they're going to walk away going, acupuncture doesn't work. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Don't, 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 don't ever take on somebody if you're like, I don't feel so good about this because uh-uh. it's not going to be a good idea. Not no, it's be true. A good idea. And no, I've learned true. that lesson very seldom because I just don't, I just don't even mess with it. You know, like if you're not a good fit, bye. That's a great topic. We'll we'll have to do this again because I yeah. feel very. I mean, my first, what was it like? First four years of doing massage, I took everybody, mm. and I, people used to. I used to filter people out. You know, like I would. <laughs> I didn't have the guts to say like, this isn't working for me. You need to go see so-and-so. I think they're going to be a better fit for you. I just never did it. Mm -hmm. I used to just close the massage and just like hold their feet and very quietly say a prayer, go somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) That works too. (laughs) And within like three times they would go away. But but, I mean, there is a more mature (laughs) professional way to handle that. But I mean, note that that totally works. Like not mine, not mine, not it, not it, not yeah. it, not it. Please take this from me. The universe yeah. will be like, I got you. 
Bye. Yeah. yeah, we're not a good match, but there no. is somebody out there for you. Please go find them. Yes. <laughs> there are so many out there. So go uh, find someone that like speaks your language, you know? Yes, and whenever, yes. if that ever happens, which is very rare, if I ever have to turn somebody away by just being like, this isn't a good fit, this is out of my scope, whatever. I mean, they still feel better when they left because the, the meeting is therapeutic and, yeah, you know, they have trust in me because I have integrity of saying these things and, you know, yeah. and sometimes I make a referral. Sometimes I can't because I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. the meeting was helpful. It was helpful for them. They got to share their story and get some guidance. Sure. sure. So it's like, sure. it, it's a win, win either way. You're not like depriving anybody of something, but you're. No, it's like a first date. Being, yeah. yeah. Like and there's you're no not pointing. being service if you can't. Yeah do your best work with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. This is is totally flown this time. Um, It's been fun. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Yes. Thank you for coming. It's been so great. It's just cool to connect again too. Definitely. Um, Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners before we close out? No, I don't think so. Just that, you know, if any of this resonates with you, you can always connect with me on the interwebs. Um, I love, I love to connect and I love to share, obviously. So I'm most okay. active on Instagram. If you just go to Dr. Kaylin O'Hara on Instagram, that's where you can always find me. I'm always there sharing and connecting. And just yep. to know that you're not alone. And my vibe right now really is just like, just trust yourself and trust your process and just let yourself get ready for, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you want and trust that everything you're doing is you getting ready. Totally. Thank you so much, my friend. It's been so great having you on. And I hope that you you want to come back again because I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I would love to. That would be great. Thank you. All right. Thanks. So that concludes today's episode. If you liked it, shoot me an email. Let me know what I can improve on, what you want to hear next, um, and where you want me to drive this bus. I'm going to give you guys a little call to action here. Sit still get quiet, meditate, connect with that part of your soul that's going to tell you where to go, what you want to carry forward, what you want your business to look like, and how you want to serve people. It's really important to kind of sit still and um, get some introspection on where you want to go next before you just run out there and start doing things. So best of wishes. Thanks for listening to the AccuSprout podcast. Can't wait to hear from you. That's it. That's the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. And if you appreciate this podcast, it would be amazing if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a great review. And if you don't like what I'm doing, then that's okay. No worries. Just skip it.